0: Four ordinary guys with extraordinary ideas for Disney parks. This is Main Street
1: Musings.
0: The experimental podcast of
1: tomorrow. Welcome back to Main Street Musings, the experimental podcast of tomorrow. Joining me today is the slow rise to the top, Brock. Up, up, and away. The impending sense of dread, Jake. Hey there, hi there, ho there. And the plummet back down to Earth, Eric. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> How are we doing today, guys? Yeah, I'm doing all right. right. I'm excited Good. for this <laughs> one. I think, I've
2: got a, I think I've got a decent idea.
1: Well, we'll be the judge of that.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, if you weren't able to tell, today we are talking about drop rides. Yeah,
3: like Tower of Terror. <laughs> drop rides! no. For those of you who don't know what a drop ride is, it's a ride where you go up and then you drop. It's really (laughs) self-explanatory.
0: You go up and then you go down. Some drop rides have some really nice theming to them, like Disney's Tower of Terror. Some, like featured in my uh, childhood home base park of Paramount's (laughs) Great America in Santa Clara, California called the drop zone literally there's just a giant stick in
3: the ground <laughs> where you go up and you go down it takes all sorts
1: the thing is those are so much scarier the ones where you're just outside and your feet are dangling they're so much creepier yeah. than like an actual like good yeah. experience <laughs>
2: yeah yeah, I have to say, I, I hate drop rides. I will not ride them. <laughs> but because the theming on Tower of Terror is so amazing, that is one of my favorite rides, and I will ride it every time. But I will not go on any other drop rides. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> no, agree 100%. They're terrifying. There's nothing pleasant.
1: I will go on record and say I dangling. love drop rides. It's my favorite feeling in the world I to agree. fall like that. So it's good I we have love a podcast a drop ride. divided.
3: <laughs> yeah, and I, I don't love the ones where you're outside, but that fear is more related to my shoes falling off.
0: <laughs> well, it doesn't help that you always wear Crocs. <laughs> yeah, they fall off during outside drop rides. That's why I assume going in a fair amount, if not all of our drop rides, will probably not be the stick-in-the-ground, feet-dangling version. Could be wrong. I don't know. But I, I would expect that not to be the case.
3: <laughs> Way to bring us back uh, on track.
0: <laughs> thank you. <laughs> We're, we are pitching, about to pitch theoretically four very croc-friendly droc rides. It's the part where we make a pitch. All right, and first up for the pitches today, we have Jake. I decided to take a page out of Tanner's book, and I
2: actually wrote mine out ahead of time so I can read it to you guys because I didn't want to forget anything. Because as we all know, that is a problem I have in this podcast. I forget important details, and then nobody wants to vote for me. And yes, that is what I am maintaining is the reason I don't get any votes. Like last time, I didn't get a single vote. Okay, buddy. That felt really good, guys. Okay, buddy. <laughs> So, excuse me, i got to... Here we go. We, as the writers, have been specifically selected and invited to an exclusive presentation of the newest top-secret telecommunications technology from DevTech. We are welcomed into the beautiful DevTech Tower, where we are informed that the presentation will be given by the head of the company himself, Winston Dever, in his private office. We board the elaborate elevator with a massive window out over downtown Metroville. As the elevator begins its ascent, a pre-recorded voice presentation begins talking about the history of the company. Suddenly, the elevator comes to a screeching halt. The recording slows down and stops. The lights go out. A shadowy figure rises in the distance. The Underminer! He is always beneath us, but nothing is beneath him. He wants the new technology for himself, and he begins attacking the building. The elevator has sustained too much damage and suddenly plummets back down the shaft. Just when we think all is lost, a familiar voice is heard. Don't worry, I've got you. Mr. Incredible. He catches the elevator and slows it to a stop. We see that the entire Incredible's family is there to save the day. However, the Underminer, in an attempt to distract them, launches our elevator skyward at high speeds, and a battle ensues, witnessed by us as the elevator shoots up and down out of control. Eventually, the Incredibles save the day, and we are returned to safety. That is my drop right pitch.
3: Nice. nice. Good job. <laughs> See, I, I know already I won't vote for that one because I think there was just too many details. <laughs> <laughs> Taking you out of the podcast. <laughs> Oh, don't worry, Jake. My own behavior will lead to that eventually.
0: See, I don't like this trend of having everybody have fully planned out ideas because I don't want to have to go that direction. (laughs) Hey, I
2: haven't been going that direction, but it hasn't been helping me, so...
1: To be fair, mine aren't ever fully planned out. They're just written in a way that sounds like a complete idea.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like an actual pitch. (laughs)
1: Yeah, like. like what we said the f***ing idea of the podcast was.
0: Yeah. See, I just don't know if I'm ready for that kind of a commitment to a podcast about pitching stuff. It's like writing out like an actual pitch. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, Brock, you next.
3: My idea, I'm combining a couple of odd rides to combine. I'm starting with, obviously, a Tower of Terror type ride. That's the drop ride element. But incorporating a couple elements from Ellen's energy adventure. The Ellen animatronic? (laughs) Yeah, it's just the Ellen animatronic. No, so specifically... I'm basing my drop ride on the old Mickey Mouse cartoon, The Band Concert. And the element I want to take from Ellen's Energy Adventure is it starts where you're in this small theater watching a show. So I want it to start that way. We're in a small theater-type space watching a show that's projected all around us. It's a 4D thing, but essentially we're sitting there watching Mickey Mouse's band concert. Uh, Donald interrupts. There's some hijinks. It's very interesting and silly. Um, And then a storm comes, just like in the cartoon. Uh, The tornado comes and rips us off the ground, flies us through the air, and we see all of these things around us, all of the members. Of the band concert, they're still playing silly shenanigans, uh, and we're rising up and down through this tornado until eventually we land safely on the ground back in our theater. The whole area is in disarray, and Donald, um, who has consistently throughout the show been trying to upstage the band concert, finally gets to play Turkey in the Straw. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's a fun, easy, silly pitch, and that's
1: my idea. It's fun and it's silly, and you'll love it. <laughs> yeah. You see how, many, how often Let's I stuck Rocks that really in latched
0: today. I this like a psychological bit at the end. Yeah, <laughs> like, I,
3: I, I them latched them onto that it, today because I was less confident in my
1: idea. You know, I feel like I love that one for some reason, some subtle reason. I feel the need to love that fun, wacky idea. That's so silly! Yeah, doesn't it sound fun and silly? <laughs> <laughs> All right, looks like
0: I'm up next. So, mine's a Star Wars idea. It would go in Galaxy's Edge, obviously, now that we have a Star Wars land. Yay, Disney. <laughs> Mine is uh, uh, kind of like uh, Brock's, a, a combo ride. It is a sort of a mashup between Space Mountain, Star Tours, and a drop ride. Uh, so, we would start off, you know, it, it is the. The destruction of the first Death Star. So we start off in a Star Tours-like kind of like uh, we're in an X-wing, and things are projected around us, right? Like the the flight, and it's moving, and it has like a of horizontal movements and vertical shakes and stuff. And then we attach to a track as we do the dive bomb into the middle of. Um, the so it's like literally star tours at that point where you're like hitting the so I guess it's the second Death Star, never mind, second Death Star. Um, and like we're diving into the middle, like in following the Millennium Falcon as it's going to hit the reactor core. And at that point, that's when the drop part of the ride hits, and we've hit like a track, and we literally drop into the center of the, the Death Star core. And then we have a little bit of like a very small amount of roller coaster like going through the death star and then we're out so that's that's kind of my idea
3: that's cool nice
0: cool, cool. yeah just so that we're all clear i did watch a a, a ride through of Uh, Rise of the Resistance, and my idea is significantly worse than that ride.
3: (laughs) Cool, thank you.
1: That's what I was worried about. It
0: is, like, way less cool.
3: I was concerned that your ride was too good, but I'm
0: I'm glad to know. I can't even begin to describe to you how inferior I feel at everything. Yeah. (laughs) Somehow, Somehow even at my my uh, What my degree is in, the theater, I feel worse at after watching somebody come up with that ride. <laughs> like, it's insane.
3: I, yeah, I actually, I've been avoiding spoiling that ride for myself because I was hoping that eventually I'll get to see it and, you know, see it firsthand. But, like, it's not practical, yeah. but I'm doing it anyway.
0: <laughs> I watched it because I wanted to make sure that my pitch wasn't too similar. <laughs> And then I'm like, it's not, and it's worse. Great. Uh, so, <laughs>
1: uh,
0: <laughs> maybe together as a team we could make it an equal, like an equal.
3: Nope. So All see, right, so Eric's going for a different psychological approach. <laughs> I went for it's fun and great and silly, and Eric's going for it's not good. This I'm terrible. disappointed in myself. I'll never be good enough. And I, I want to see how that plays for out for him.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm going for the we can make it better together vote. Oh. That's the, the- Jake went for the pity vote when he did the whole lead up and was like, <laughs> yeah,
1: well, since we my s- ideas never get voted for, <laughs> I guess I'll try. <laughs> yeah.
0: So we have three different psychological warfare going on right now i'm interested to see what tanner employs at the end of his pitch or if he just lets it ride on its own merits we'll see let's go team
1: (laughs) (laughs) all right so my drop ride will be going in the toy story land at disney's hollywood studios so on this drop ride you will find yourself as a toy in the pizza planet claw machine when everyone's least favorite child sid shows up and tries to win you from the game luckily your friends buzz woody and jesse are there to rescue you while the green aliens try to help make a sacrifice to the claw on a multi-drop ride until you finally plummet safely back into the pile of toys and can make your escape the ride will feature giant screens on three of the sides to make it feel like you are actually a small toy in a claw machine a mechanism to let your ride vehicle slant different ways so it feels like you are being jostled around on mounds of toys And a line cue, much like the pirates in Disneyland, is connected to an actually good pizza planet and then moves into a more feeling of being surrounded by toys as you get smaller and smaller.
3: Nice. See, the actually good pizza planet. That might make your pitch right there. But also, I like the phrase, everyone's least favorite child. And it's really interesting that you took that directly out of one of your own report cards.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know, I accidentally almost said Tanner. Tanner. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, okay, so Tanner's psychological bit was attaching <laughs> attaching it to a basic human need in food. So A basic human need in a better pizza planet. <laughs> yeah. It'll be actually
2: good. I like how just because you said it's going to be better means it's going to magically be better.
1: (laughs) Well, no, because it's actually going to have, like, I'm picturing, like, games and things that would make it actually, like, a pizza planet instead of just, like, a shitty pizza restaurant.
3: Yeah, the (laughs) pizza planet (laughs) sucked.
1: Like, what you would actually think a pizza planet would be.
0: (laughs) It's the part where we do Q&A. So, Tanner, when you say an actually good pizza planet, what do you know? <laughs> Yeah, what is your what is your um, pizza recipe, Tanner, that they're going to use? A good one. <laughs> how can you guarantee a good pizza planet experience for me, the consumer?
3: I love how we're asking Tanner, who does not eat pizza.
1: <laughs> well, to begin, put as much care into the recipes they do some of their other newer restaurants. And also my big thing was also like make it like what a kid would think about with Pizza Planet when they come in, like make it fun and have games they can actually play around and stuff. So like make it like an actual experience to go into the Pizza Planet. And then also that helps with the theming of the queue line already if you're surrounded by a actually well-themed Pizza Planet restaurant that does some of your work of your queue line for your new drop ride, which is what I thought we were mainly talking about today. But we can also discuss the Pizza Planet restaurant if we go with my pitch, (laughs) since it is kind of a big part of what I said. Speaking of (laughs) queue lines,
0: Brock, how do you envision this building? and How do you envision – getting into the, like, is, is there a theme before we enter our theater?
3: Oh, golly. You know, I hadn't actually considered that. I'll be honest. I really love that old school black and white cartoon aesthetic. They really do it well in uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railroad. Um, so having some of that cartoon come to life vibe where you're surrounded by the trees because it takes place in a lovely pastoral setting Surrounded by the trees, you're seeing posters for the band concert. I like having screens in the queue line that just look like you're outside and little shenanigans are happening, you know, cows are doing funny bits and all that sort of silly, cartoony thing. But from the outside, I really had not yet envisioned that building. I I was really thinking of it from the inside, but that's something I'd love to come up with together. Cool.
1: I have a couple questions for Jake. Yeah. Uh, The first one is, uh, where are you thinking this ride would be located at? Well,
2: I hadn't really completely thought that through. I just thought it would be a cool ride. If you guys have any suggestions, that would be great. One place, obviously, that could come to mind right away would be Pixar Pier. But the problem with that is they already have the Incredicoaster. Mm -hmm. The reason I came up with this is because I think the Incredicoaster is just a lame attempt at...
1: You know, it's the least you could do for Incredibles. Incredibles ride, a property that offers so many opportunities for way cooler things than just a right. layover yeah. of an old attraction.
2: Right. <laughs> and then the other issue is with having it at Pixar Pier is that puts it pretty close to the Guardians of the Galaxy drop ride, which is very similar to my pitch. I personally think my pitch is better than that. Like, I'm not saying that one's bad. I just think the story of mine is better. I've always felt that the story of the Guardians of the Galaxy Drop Tower is a little is like the weakest part of the ride. It's a cool ride, but the story is weak in my opinion. So that would be the one issue with not putting it there. So I don't know, like I said, if you guys have better suggestions, that would be okay. awesome. Okay,
3: I think it might work in Epcot because you know, it's this presentation of future technology um, that you're heading to, so maybe something in the oh, Future that's World. That's
1: a good idea. Yeah, that's a good idea, right? Okay. This kind of tied in some of what you said into my second question was, are we worried about having two drop rides potentially both themed after elevators in the park? Is that too much with the Tower of Terror or the uh, Guardians ride?
3: I was thinking about that before the episode. And the the thing I kept coming back to is in nature, there are only two. Up in, not nature, but in the world at large, there are only two experiences where you're going up and down. One is an elevator. The second one is plummeting to your death, which is not very Disney. So I really don't feel, I feel like elevator is going to be the best solution to a lot of drop ride problems. So I personally don't see a problem with it.
1: Thank you, Brock, for answering my question directed at Jake and his pitch. I'm a bad boy. What can I say? I think,
2: like I kind of said before, I, I don't know that I would want to put it that close to the Guardians ride, but if it was in a different park like Epcot, I think that would be fine. I think it would be totally fine to have a drop ride in Epcot while still having Tower of Terror in Hollywood Studios, especially because the theming is so drastically different.
0: Well, I refuse to believe, though, it just doesn't sound right that there's only one thing that humans do that moves completely vertically up and down elevators is the thing that I think about. Right. Uh, So, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it it makes sense to me. We've all answered Jake's question at this point. Yeah. Uh, Yes. Tanner elevators are fine.
1: I wasn't asking you again. I'll say your name. If I want to ask an idea about your pitch, which for Eric, I do have a question. How big of a, part of your ride is the actual drop or is that just like a minor drop or is that like a big event?
0: It would be a big event. Okay. So I'm imagining a three to five minute sequence of like the, the air quotes star tourist section. Right. And then the last 30 to 45 seconds of which are us all getting in formation and following the Falcon. And you can kind of see it's like blue, like engines, and then bust forward, and then we all fall. Cool. Like it's it is the centerpiece of the okay. experience.
1: I just don't want to be getting in trouble with our audience for false advertising if we go that way. Of them saying that's not a <laughs> drop just <Brian." laughs>
2: <Yeah. laughs> Understood, Brock. Just so I'm I'm clear. Would, were you saying yours would be a black and white aesthetic? That turns to
3: color? No, I, I was picturing it didn't turn to color. Uh, it's an old black and white cartoon. I think having uh, a fun black and white ride, I think, would be really cool. It really harkens back to the old Disney cartoons in a really fun way. Yeah, f- I think that's neat. Yeah.
2: So it would stay black and white the whole time? Yes. Okay, that's what I wanted to, to clarify.
3: Except for maybe at the end a little bit of that uh, title card that comes up. Like, the end could be color, but other than that...
1: Ooh, now you've lost me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you haven't committed to your aesthetic unity, you're done. Yeah,
3: I not- personally don't think it needs to be, <laughs> be color at all, but if someone is craving color...
0: <laughs> it's the part where we vote. Oh, I
2: think that I am fascinated by uh, the black and white experience and the going into the screen. I always love that going into the screen thing, which I know Disney is doing more and more, but I love it anyway. So I think I'm going to vote for Brock. Cool.
3: Cool. Um, I really am intrigued by all of the ideas, but like I like uh, Jake kind of argued, there really needs to be a better Incredibles attraction, and I really enjoyed the way he's doing it. So that's my vote. Yeah. Go. Cool.
1: This is tough. Uh, I think I am going to vote for Eric's Star Wars attraction. That seems really just fun. I love the combination of getting a actual. It also offers the ability to get an actual roller coaster into Galaxy's Edge, which I think would be really fun. So I'm going to vote that way.
0: I'm going to vote for uh, The Incredibles. All right, cool. Yeah, I think it's cool. I think it's a really, really good theming for an Incredibles attraction. I'm excited for us to be able to figure out where it goes. (laughs) 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 Potentially what we could do with the (laughs) (laughs) Incredicoaster. Good Good. job, Jake. Cool. Well done, everybody.
2: Well done, everybody.
1: (laughs) Now, does this mean I can stop listening to you guys cry about not getting any votes now that I've joined the club officially? Does this mean you guys aren't going to whine and bitch about it anymore?
2: No, it just means that you now know how it feels. Yeah,
1: so now I don't want to hear you guys whining and crying anymore. <laughs> well, too damn bad. <laughs> We're a podcast of
3: whiners more than anything else.
1: In the podcast of whiners, I'm a winner, so I'm expecting you to elevate to my level. <laughs> <laughs> Elevate and on that note,
3: we'll start talking about this <laughs> this <ride. laughs> Nicely Nice done. I'd like to uh I'd like to start with the building. Yeah. Yeah, I think Incredibles Two especially, uh, which introduces DevTech offers a really interesting aesthetic because it's got that weird sort of sixties mod vibe, the Incredibles series. Yeah. Um but I really think Incredibles Two really elevates that to the kind of you seeing the way the wealthy 60s mod vibe works right. and it really makes everything over the top and interesting so how do you yeah. envision the uh, the building
2: i totally wanted to capture <laughs> that aesthetic i love the look of the future but the way that the 60s thought the future was going <laughs> to look basically the way it looks in the movie for those of you who can remember is how i would like it to look from the outside
1: Gotcha. We're really painting that word picture for our audience. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it looks like how it looks. You know, like a skyscraper, <laughs> a glass skyscraper. You
0: know. <laughs> right, so we have this cool mod skyscraper. I like that. I like that. Um, With the DevTech logo on the outside. Right, right, right. What's uh, what's our what's our Q light looking like? What are we What are we going through? What are we experiencing?
2: Uh, I had kind
0: of pictured that we were in,
2: like, the lobby of the building, and maybe we are walking through displays of some other technologies that DevTech has worked on. So, like, maybe we're looking at old telephones, or we're looking at, you know, uh, video phones and stuff like that as you walk through these many displays.
3: I love that idea. I'd like to maybe—could we make that more exciting? Maybe it's, like, new technology rather than old technology?
2: Well— I, what I was leading into is I would like to see how their technology has developed over the years. So it starts with the old and it gets newer and newer and newer. And maybe there's also footage of, like, tests of technology that could be comical of, like, maybe some of the tests go wrong and stuff like that. Or whether we're watching it on screens or whether we're it's supposed to look like we're looking into actual testing facilities.
3: Yeah, on those know. cool old uh, black-and-white tube TVs that they use in the movies. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be really neat. Mm. So um, I kind of pictured the line winding through the lobby of the building.
0: Okay, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, I like that, and sort of the lobby being having, like, different doors that access different things, but also serving as, like, a hist- history museum of where DevTechs come and where it's going. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Okay. With, uh, theoretically, like, as we move towards the actual vehicle itself, like, really highlighting this cool new thing that we're about to go Right, and I I like the idea of kind of like in –
2: I was thinking like in Pulp Fiction with the suitcase. We know the suitcase is important. We know like that's the focus, but we never find out what's in the suitcase. So like I want to keep hearing about this top secret technology, but we never have to find out what it is because that can leave it open to 10 years from now that technology is now obsolete. It's
0: like, okay, who cares, you know? I'm not going to lie, Jake. When you said just like Pulp Fiction, my mind went a million different (laughs) places. That was not the suitcase. (laughs) Just like Pulp Fiction,
1: Samuel L. Jackson is in this ride. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> yes, he is. Just in like in Bar- Pulp Fiction, he you accidentally
0: bull. shoot somebody behind you and you have to go like, clean it up and stuff. <laughs> you overdose on heroin and all of a sudden John Travolta's there shooting an adrenaline thing in your heart. It's weird, yeah, but yeah. it's very experiential. To quote Brock, it's wacky, it's silly,
1: and it's fun. And then
0: Mr. Incredible's there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just like Pulp Fiction.
2: I also would really like if there was no references to The Incredibles. Necessarily yeah. Until um, we are perfect. on the ride. Because I want people to think, like, one, like okay, we know it's a ride, but I want it to seem in the story that we are 100% just going to see this presentation. So when something goes wrong, it's unexpected and like, oh, whoa, this is totally not what was supposed to happen.
0: You so know? what would the name of the ride be, though? <laughs> Come see a presentation on
3: new technology. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my, my thing is um, about that in the world of the ride at DevTech, their entire current initiative is superhero based. So I think there could be reference to that. Yeah. So like maybe just like because you see that like cool mod style illustration of Frozone, Mr. Incredible and yeah. Elastigirl, maybe just like have that on a banner somewhere. I think what I meant more was, like, I don't
2: want to you see, like, Mr. Incredible in the queue line, like, oh, we've been hearing some news that there might be bad guys attacking, so we're here getting ready to save you. You know, like, I don't want But that. you do okay. see yeah, yeah, an yeah.
1: animatronic yeah. of a man named yeah. Bob Parr just hanging out in the <laughs> lobby, reading a newspaper. Taking care of a baby. <laughs> Taking care of a baby.
0: That's a really important question thank you tanner how do we involve jack jack (laughs) so i think
2: when we are actually being saved by the incredibles i think it would be cool to have the entire family participating in saving us using their different powers and i think it could be fun to have jack jack um both assisting in the saving us but also just causing problems so like mr incredible like catches us but then jack jack who's like you know, looking for cookies or something, and Mr. Carnival's like, oh, no, and he has to, like, toss us to Violet so he can, like, run after Jack-Jack <laughs> or something like that. So that might be yeah. kind of fun. So that they're trying to fight the Underminer and save us and deal with Jack-Jack, and it's just, like, this whole, you know, mess mm-hmm. that's happening for us to watch. I think that could bring in a lot of comedy.
0: <laughs> yeah, and so i that's cool, too, because, like, with, like, the being thrown between different family members gives us a lot of room to, like, twist the ride vehicle, Right, mm-hmm. right. The, different like horizontal axis
3: yeah more than yeah, just going I mean, straight up and down we get that movement as well that's cool yeah
0: yeah sick bro <laughs>
2: <laughs> so from the Q line we then get on the elevator which i talked about in my pitch and we just talked about kind of how like the family will be saving us and stuff and the underminer um i don't know where would, what would you guys want to discuss the from safety there?
1: of the elevator how how are we gonna be is this gonna be like a tower of terror elevator where we sit down or like what are you imagining the actual ride vehicle looking like? I think is kind of important for us going forward. No, I was
2: thinking just like a regular elevator that we're standing in, and you just get thrown all over the place.
1: <laughs> if there are straps in the elevator, well, that might give it away, Jake. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I was thinking that the um, the way we could distract from that. Remember, I talked about the pre-recorded show and you're looking out at the city. I think we present it as it's like part of the show. Like yeah. as you're going up, you're going to be sitting down, looking out over the city while we talk about you know how the uh, history of DevTech and where it started and where it's going. Although, that's kind of
3: I would love to see it recurring. just turn a bunch of guests to jelly, <laughs> just their bones.
1: Uh, that whole time, yeah,
0: I was just imagining what, like, this ride would be, like, standing with no
1: restraints and just all of the traumatic brain. It would impact. be really short when your head went through the top of the ride and you died. <laughs> When your head met, met the steel on on the top of it.
2: Oh come on, you you guys don't trust Mister Incredible to save you? Come on.
0: <laughs> well, But no, I thank you, Tanner, for your safety. But first I do question. think it would be
1: really cool, though. I wanted to also just talk about the design aesthetic of it. If like that all looked like very yeah. futuristic elevator, and you're like. Mm-hmm. I'm picturing like white almost good. seats instead of like the exact opposite of the old shitty looking seats on the uh, Tower of Terror.
2: <laughs> right. Right. That's again, I, I want it to be very aesthetically and theming <laughs> aesthetic drink um, different from Tower yeah. of Terror, which I think is a good way that they could both exist in Walt Disney World.
0: What if it's not just an elevator? What if it like exists in this kind of so it like the vehicle like rectangle box right? Like it's it is an elevator, but it exists in this like new kind of like pipe technology where you're kind of like vacuumed up and down and like around and stuff. Like a pneumatic tube, like at a bank. Yeah, like one of those things, and so like that's why you have to put on the safe the seatbelt, just because like oh, we're gonna be moving pretty fast through this tube and like. Also, gives us like room for like visuals, like we're yeah. moving around, like the Gentech complex, right?
2: Yeah, From it could the, be uh,
3: something like that. That way, the elevator yeah. itself is part of the presentation. The elevator is one of the new technologies. Yeah. That's kind of right. neat. Yeah,
2: yeah I, I like that. It's a good idea.
1: Thanks, Jake. And you thought nothing productive would come out of my <laughs> dumbass safety question where I just wanted to irritate you guys. <laughs> 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 yeah, but
0: it's important to keep things yeah. unified, you know, right. to if like we're very serious about the fact that we do not want people to think something's going to go wrong. <laughs> right. Like we need to have checks on every box for that. And that also makes the, the ride vehicle thematic yeah. and interesting and separates right. it from other elevator style mechanics. So, yes, thank you, Tanner. Yeah, <laughs> And thank you, Jake, for telling me that I was
2: good.
1: You are welcome.
2: <laughs> Obviously, we never actually reach his office. So I was envisioning after we get saved, we just, you know, we are set back down on the ground floor and it's like, okay, let's get out of here. And maybe as we're leaving, I would like us to go through a different way than we came, obviously, but maybe, like, the exit queue, but maybe it looks like the lobby, so it looks like you're going out the same way you came in, but it's all damaged now. Oh yeah,
3: I like so that a lot. It looks like,
2: oh, a fight happened.
3: Yeah, that's fun. I don't know yeah, if that's, that's cool. necessary
2: to do, but I think it could be interesting. So, like, when you go in, it's all pristine and, like, fine, but then when you leave, it's like, oh, look at all this damage from this big fight we just in.
0: That's fun. Yeah, or, like, even have, like, the, the Underminer's vehicle, like the spinning, the mole thing, like just like dangling from like the ceiling or whatever that's cool yeah Yeah. just have evidence of yeah that would be really neat
3: yeah and then we and then a gift shop yeah and then the DevTech gift gift shop (laughs) shop. yeah yeah Yeah.
2: Yeah. and it could look like the DevTech gift shop and maybe like the outside of it like looks damaged you know and like piece like when you're in the gift shop like they still have all Mm the stuff on the shelves and the merchandise but there's like cracks in the walls and like stuff like that that's fun the lights
3: are flickering
2: (laughs) That
0: probably won't happen, <laughs> uh,
2: but I think it's cool. You see electricity arcing through the lights. The
0: There's just a real Tesla coil that you have
2: to. The walk people through. that uh, work in the
1: gift shop have like semi-serious wounds that aren't being tended to because they still have to finish out their shift. But on a serious note, I think you could have like some animatronics. Of the Incredibles in, like, your execute so, like, people who are coming, and since they're not seeing any of that on the way out, is, like, you see, like, tattered versions of them out there, too, being like, well, sorry about your interrupted tour, guys, or something, so, like, especially, like, kids can get that little. We saw Mr. Incredible. Maybe
2: we see the Underminer in the back of a police car, or something like (laughs) that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. This
0: is also the perfect time, instead of a gift shop, to go straight into the frozen (laughs) yogurt place called the Frozone.
3: (laughs) <laughs> outstanding nice i've
0: been wanting that since i was a wee little boy not to break your
2: heart eric but disney actually already has done that <laughs> it's on the it's on the disney cruise line ships yeah the, the soft serve ice cream place is called frozone
1: <laughs> so much for your dreams <laughs> but samuel does sam jackson can
3: make you delicious treats I don't think so. Well, neither would Disney, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> That's that might just be a specific dream you had.
2: <laughs> so, like we established the elevator with the new pneumatic tube technology is going up. The voice is happening. Suddenly, everything powers down and stops and in the distance we see the underminer rise up on his little platform thing and he begins yelling at us about how he actually he wouldn't be yelling at us he would be yelling at DevTech, you know about how he's here to steal your technology like i like to think the underminer doesn't even know we're there we're just collateral damage (laughs) when he attacks you know
0: yeah yeah because why would he attack us
1: well i have been talking a lot of on Twitter about the underminer, so he might have something against me.
3: (laughs) Underminer is a coward.
1: (laughs) Sad. The underminer is a hashtag punk ass that
3: would
2: be funny if every now like you know how in uh, the, the Star Tours right now they like single out one person is like oh the princess we have to save maybe the Underminer singles out one person is like wait a minute it's you
1: fuck you <laughs> uh, yes please you, you have, have to tell the them. attendant your name beforehand didn't they randomly pick one name and they're like Timmy from Montana I'm gonna kill you specifically yeah <laughs> Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha you think your parents will protect you. They will not. <laughs> and we can use the turtle talk with crush technology. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah, I see you with your little green shirt and your Mickey Mouse ears. Oh yeah, what are you gonna do? Oh now you're crying? I see you little bitch. You little bitch. I see you crying.
0: I do like the idea of seeing him like start attacking like a different part of the complex first. Yeah. And we can start to feel like our elevator like shake a little bit.
2: Yeah, I like that, too, because it gives us time to kind of comprehend what is yeah. happening.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: You know, it's not like we're going up and then he just appears and then we're falling again. It's like, wait,
0: what the hell was that? Yeah. You yeah. know, <laughs> I feel like this ride could be like long. Yeah, Like I think so. Five to seven minutes. And there's like, like different spots where we're like stopped for a significant period of time before we
1: fall again. Right. Yeah. So like part show, yeah. part drop. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So let's get into a Kinda little bit like of Tower the of different ways that the um, Incredibles could like save us. I know we talked about Mr. Incredible... Using his strength and then like tossing us maybe into like Violet's force field would be like a cool thing. And
2: yeah, I'd like maybe Mrs. Incredible can like do stretching things. You know, we can see her. She can
3: kind of turn into like a trampoline that catches the thing and we bounce off of her a bit.
2: Yeah, Yeah. maybe
3: she wraps around the cart. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and
2: kind of stretches it down while at the same time like reaching over to grab Jack Jack who has like
0: plummeted out of the sky because of something, you know. (laughs) Yeah. And then Jack Jack in his babiness literally punches us up back into the sky.
1: (laughs)
3: Yeah. uh, I'm not sure what Dash would do that would be very helpful. I
0: I
2: was thinking Dash might not necessarily interact directly with us, but I would like to see him in the background where he goes really, really fast. Um, Remember Incredibles 1 where he's like, don't touch my sister, and he's punching the guy at, like, 200 miles an hour? Yeah. So I'd like to see him, like, up on the Underminer, just, like, punching him and just, like, yelling things, like, oh, I'm gonna get you, you stupid! And then Underminer's like, ah, ah, ah! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just, like, in the background. (laughs) So Dash is
3: more of a show element. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And that's the thing is, I think, while we're being saved by Incredibles, the various other Incredibles, and of course, Frozone, whoever's not saving us would be fighting
0: (laughs) Underminer in the background and then it would keep yeah. changing as it went. And mm-hmm. Frozone can make us like a nice little ice slide and like it, that goes down and then pops back up and we kind of feel that suspension. That could be interesting. What if at one point
2: Frozone shoots the elevator to freeze it in place and the elevator actually using like projection mapping or lighting effects looks frozen on the inside and it actually gets cold?
3: That'd be cool. Yeah, I think that would be oh, amazing. That'd be sweet. That'd be really cool. Yeah. And I'm sure the underminer has like a flamethrower that would melt it and Right, and then we would feel the heat. Yeah.
0: That could even be like an accidental dash moment where he's running around us really fast and his like causes it to melt because of the, the heat of the it friction it.
2: yeah yeah that could be interesting or like if, yeah, if like, violet puts us in like her force field to catch us the whole cart like lights up yeah. in the purple and it uh, looks like yeah, we're actually in the force cool. field that's cool yeah and maybe we can feel it like buzzing while we're in there like
1: well kind of like the technology you know. on guardians where they make the ride like feel like it's rocking a little bit at times like give like a little sway to the elevator that we're in to where it feels like there's force kind of pushing all against yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah, sure. That sounds yeah, cool. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Then, like when Mr. Incredible catches us, you can see like two handprints, like, Come up from the bottom of the yeah. elevator. Oh, that so would be like cool. That. Just
2: something. Like
0: <laughs> 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 Just add like little beats like that to every single mm-hmm. one. I think would be awesome.
3: Yeah. yeah, and so that gives us like four drops, four big drops, yeah. and then four big yeah. drops with like, a little up and downs.
2: Yeah, and there'd be some like if like the underminer. Maybe like, like I said, he messes up the elevator to distract them. We get launched up really fast. There might be a few where we shoot up.
3: I'm feeling good with this ride. Yes. How about you guys? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think it's cool. I, th- I think it's in a good spot. I think uh, I would be very happy to ride this ride. I am very sad that Disney won't do it, especially because the Incredi- <laughs> Coaster is lame. The Incredibles deserve much more than that. So, I mean, no, no. The Incredicoaster is fine. It's just the Incredibles
1: deserve something <laughs> better than that. That's what I should have said. <laughs> <laughs> and I do think the new world of Discovery in Epcot would be a really good place for this ride. Because it's all about discovering the new yeah. technology. Yeah, Epcot was a
2: good call, Brock. I agree. Highly.
0: For our listeners out there,
3: what should we name this ride? Yeah, let's uh, hear from you guys. It's about time you guys pull your weight around here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right, well, I think uh, on that note, we're ready to move on to the lightning round. <laughs>
0: It's the lightning round! Let's spin that wheel of l- l- l-
2: lightning! It is spinning, it is spinning, it is spinning, it is spinning. Alright, today, <laughs> today we have a retheme of a Disney classic, the Mad Tea Party. <laughs> so that is the spinning cups. I cannot wait to retheme this ride.
0: To Hercules. Okay, getting out the pyramidal object. To that is me. I go first today. All right. So our teacups are now spinning. We're going to be in the the muses are guiding us around. We're going to be in the vases, the vases that nice. has the muses on them. and we're going to be spinning around as they tell the to- uh, story of Hercules and his rise, and we're going to be, uh, it's a very zero-to-hero moment. So it's going to be zero-to-hero, the spinning vase, muse, teacups, Camden. All right, cool. I like it. Four, Tanner.
1: Okay, so this ride is going to be rethemed to Pain and Panic's spin-a- crazy spin around, but we're going to be adding some animatronics of pain and panic as things are going crazy in the underworld as we're spinning around in like black, uh, black stones objects instead of teacups. And they're going to just be making funny quips the entire time as we're spinning around in chaos. There's fire and it's awesome now.
0: <laughs> and it's awesome but, now. Again, yeah, <laughs> nice. Nice. Take us out. And it's very cool. <laughs> right. Next up, we got Jake. All right. So we are
2: we have come to visit uh Phil and we are going to try to get some training, but all of a sudden the Titans attack, and it is the tornado guy, and he is spinning us around all over the place, and Hercules is running around on the outside trying to beat up the tornado guy and save us while we spin helplessly, and Phil shouts quips at him like, come on, kid, you got this, and we're in the middle like, ah! But that's okay because Hercules saves the day in the end, and it's cool, and it's wacky, and it's silly, and it's fun, and everybody loves it and votes for it. The end.
0: The <laughs> end. I'm putting the kibosh on this weekend right now.
1: Hey, I
3: haven't gotten to go yet. (laughs) That was going to be 28 seconds of my pitch. We know. Brock, take take us away. Okay, so it is going to be the chariots of the gods that we're riding in. So we go to visit Mount Olympus, and we're riding in these crazy godly chariots that seem to have a mind of their own. And that's really it, because the teacups don't have a story. You're just in a f***ing spinning teacup. So now we're in a f***ing spinning chariot. And the gods are there, and they're going, Wow, look at those spinning chariots, guys! And it's wacky, silly fun, and everyone has a great time, says Zeus. (laughs) (laughs)
0: I've never been more disappointed And then after kiboshing The it's wacky silly fun He would still do I
1: I thought he was going to go the strategy He started with which was just sneaking Those words into the pitch when he's like It's crazy (laughs) I was waiting And some of the chariots are silly And some of them are fun
3: Soon we're gonna have a like a moratorium on all theme park related adjectives
1: if we keep this up.
3: <laughs> Fun is not allowed.
0: <laughs> Wacky just, not allowed. Let's just let's just keep him out of the lightning rounds, guys. Okay.
3: How else am I supposed that's to fill things. time to Eric? <laughs>
1: Come up
0: with a better fing idea. Eric, your don't pitch don't was
1: ten that. seconds long. <laughs> And just because you hate the buzzwords that are used in every type of actual pitch ever doesn't mean you get to change the rules (laughs) of the podcast that you signed up for.
3: Tell him, Tanner. (laughs) No, everybody leave Eric alone. Brock, take us out of here. (laughs) No,
1: finish him.
3: (laughs) All right, my friends and neighbors. Tanner. That Instagram is shooting way up into the sky.
1: Wow, look at main underscore street (laughs) underscore musings go. And wow, I... Jake, I forgot your name for a
3: second there. <laughs> have a good time riding that Facebook down to the ground.
2: Facebook.com slash Main Street
3: Musings. And Eric, you better have your seatbelt on. That Twitter's about to fall.
0: That's MSM
3: underscore podcast. And I'm Brock. Make sure to rate, review us, leave a five-star review. Tell all your friends. Bye. Bye. Yeah, seriously,
2: tell your friends. Make them listen. Download it on their phones for them. Play it through their windows
3: at night.
1: That got kind of grim.
3: <laughs> Maybe we want them to like us, Joe.
1: <laughs> that got really bleak there, Jake. And desperate.